have you recovered yet? This is It's All Euro 2020 to me with another mailbag special. And uh, has anyone seen Neil? Gascoigne, he can finish it here! Charles, how's your head doing? Um, we're back with another mailbag special, but, 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 uh, we're a man down. <laughs> As you could probably tell, that man is Neil. <laughs> uh, he's not here today, um, but never mind, we'll carry on. Myself and Danny, uh, Neil did say that it'll probably be a far more professional podcast, Danny, so... Um, not sure about that, but yeah, let's go. No, is, he, is he maybe taking his chair back to be fixed after yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Maybe he's he's just not had anywhere to sit to do the pod today. <laughs> that's why he couldn't join us. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, he's perfectly okay. He just can't be with us today. Um, if you ask me, that's just shocking. You know, this is episode 31. He couldn't even make the whole month, he could he, Danny? Have we done a month of this? Shh. This- Yes. There, yeah. Yeah. A whole, <laughs> a whole month of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very low key ding dong there. Um, yeah. So we thought we'd come with a mailbag special. So we've got a few um, letters, emails, and tweets and, and things. I said letters as if we've actually had one. We no, still no letters. No. Still no letters. Um, we should maybe set up a PO box if that's the kind of thing that we want. Um, <laughs> It'd be a little bit late now. <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? Uh, with just a week left to go. Um, so yeah, we've got a few things from your good selves, our kind listeners, to go through, which is uh, lovely. But I wanted to start, Danny, with um, how are you feeling? You know, we're a day on from that amazing night in Rome. Has it sunk in yet? Yeah, I think it has. I think the de- the next day is always a lot of fun when you've won isn't it it's like it's that satisfied feeling of walking around like every song on the radio feels like it's de- dedicated to england doesn't it it's like you can turn <laughs> any song or or anything into yes it's a it's a england celebration song or or whatever and everything just the play everything just feels happier around you so um it's like, like when the flags you're are still going you, you still yeah. see a flag you just want to beep it and it's, mm. it's so good like you're reading the papers reading all about it like watching the highlights again such a great feeling, especially being a Sunday as well, just to have the Sunday to soak it all in. It's been amazing. That's it, isn't it? It is like a nice summer's day where you put the radio on and every song just feels like summer and is a lifting chair. It's exactly the same thing that you're describing. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, It's really good. I went for a run this morning, um, on Sunday morning, I should say, and I... Yeah, it was was the amount of cars that were out with their flags, you know, attached to their windows and uh, the the joy that just seemed to be on most people's faces was was lovely. And I I had a a smile literally on my face, I think, pretty much all day. It's just something that you can't escape, isn't it? That feeling of just pure joy of England being in the semifinals for the second tournament in a row. It's unheard of. <laughs> it's 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 so unheard of for us to be doing 
this well. For, it, and it's no mean feat, really, when you think about all the countries that are in it and all the potential that's around the world in terms of like the World Cup and the European Championships. It's when you sit back and look at it, it's actually a pretty big achievement, especially for England, who just never does do that. To do it twice in a row is so impressive, and it really is. And I mean, if you think about it, it hasn't been done before by England because <laughs> obviously, yes, okay, we were in World Cup ninety uh, in the semi-finals then, and then in Euro ninety six, but we didn't even get to go to the Euros in ninety two. No, sorry, we got knocked out. Did we get... Oh, I'm getting all my dates wrong. We didn't go to America, did we, for World Cup 94? No, we got knocked out in 92 by Sweden, was it? Was that the Thomas yeah, Brolin one? Oh, that's the one, yeah. yeah. So, knocked out early then. So that... Yeah, so, I mean, it, it was like three tournaments later that we actually then made it to our next semi-final. And then, of course, we've had to wait 25 flipping years <laughs> but it's not it's not just that it's the fact that there was nothing wrong with the performance at all like you're listening to phone-ins and stuff and there's no negatives to take from it at all um and the unicorns are back as well <laughs> yes Even it's better. like they've been rewarded it's well like, done, boys you've made it to the semi-finals here's a unicorn <laughs> yeah, here's the key to the cupboard with the unicorns in oh, oh. i just I, I love the fact that because because they've been on like Killer whales, haven't they? Yeah. Previously, <laughs> we probably should explain to people outside of England that it's uh, inflatable unicorns in the pools. They must have some sort yeah. of yeah <laughs> fun cupboard. That's what fun that's cupboard, where they yeah. come from. A fun cupboard. <laughs> but Kai Saka particularly is having a lovely old time. Oh, he's loving it's it. Li- it's little face. <laughs> he's like, like it's amazing. He's like a toddler that has just been given like has found one of those water parks, you know, in playgrounds. <laughs> It really is. Just, and then there's a the video of him joy. falling off, isn't there, as well? Oh, those are the best kind of videos. Best kind of videos is where where somebody gets onto something. A, li- a, a Lido, is that what you call them? Um, a, Lilo. A, Lilo, thank you. Um, or whatever it is on, on water and, you know, within moments falls off. Just as they think that they've stabilised themselves. It's, uh, oh, no, too far. Gone the <laughs> other way now. Off I go. <laughs> I do enjoy seeing those kind of things. And it's good to see. And this is the other thing, isn't it? Seeing the England team, the players in the England team, enjoying themselves. Yeah. I mean, we obviously had that in the World Cup in 2018 as well. But before that, it was like, that's not allowed. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it'll be scrutinised every minute, wouldn't it? And mm. that, Actually, it probably weren't as fun as this group, were they? Like, they were so serious and so like into their own performances, I guess. But mm. like, this is like, in particular, Saka as well. It's not played the last game, but it's having a great time. Like, And there's a lot of photos of the squad members who are just like full of cheer, full of happiness. And that's what Southgate's made. It's just the a squad game everyone's involved he mentions everyone in his interviews starting with the people he doesn't who don't even get in the squad for the match day like all the goalkeepers that aren't going to get on probably he, he's just created this bond between the entire squad and that's not a that's no mean feat to do really no so, especially yeah. when it's international tournament football because obviously this isn't like club football where you spend your whole time with these people you know when you go to work it's a very um you know short term environment that you've got to create that camaraderie and that that level of teamwork. I mean, yes, of course, there'll be, you know, a, a certain number of players that are there at every single meetup 
when there's an international break. But there are players that are coming in for maybe not the first time, but there's players that are coming in that, that don't often you know, or, or aren't there that often. So therefore, you know, the likes of Jaden Sancho and, and Bakayu Saka, for example, who are coming into it for maybe, if not their first time, then they're only their second time um, into just a normal England squad, let alone the tournament. You know, to create that environment, to create that spirit around the place where everybody's getting on is just fantastic. I mean, you see the... the the, the most telling bit for me is that when Jordan Henson scored the mm. fourth goal, how obviously how happy he was to get his first ever England goal. But you see every single player wanted to get there to celebrate with. Yeah, yeah. No cramps players either. Was from United, yeah, yeah, yeah. Players from United, from City, from, you know, Chelsea. All of the clubs that actually, uh, uh, you know, his rivals or sorry, all the players that are his rivals during a normal club season are actually the ones that really want it to happen the most for him. Mm. Yeah. And it's like I said, that's the, that's the hardest thing to do about international management is to create that bonds between people who are nine months of the year, 10 months of the year, just going at each other's throats and, like, yeah. In theory, it probably each other got some fireworks going on in the background. Do I, think it's a I was day about late. to say, I was really worried for you for a second. <laughs> yeah. I thought, are you going to have to run in a minute? <laughs> uh, but it's, um, yeah, creating that between players is such a, a difficult thing to do. And a, like, a completely different skill to to managing um, like week to week in the Premier League. And people have been talking about Southgate as like potential future managers' jobs in the Premier League and stuff. But I don't think it'd work as well because like, he's tried it before for one. but. Yeah, but also, it's an it seems like quite a niche position that you uh, like, like set of skills you need to to be able to do that in international level. It's um, yeah, like we've seen a lot of like club managers that just can't translate to internationals. Um, like a prime example probably will look at you look at someone like Chris Wilder, who is probably like week in week out the right man to to lead any club. Because of the way he is, and the way the, the way he is day to day, and to build squads and to get a fighting spirit for a, a long amount of time. Whereas if he thrust him into an international manager, as good as it'll be, as fun as it would be, I'm just not sure if it'd work as well. So it's oh, just loving it. I loving. suppose you don't know though with that, do you? With something like that, with somebody that hasn't managed international, you know, an international team, international level, you won't know whether it works unless. It happens one day. That's yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? Um, I love the fact that there's fireworks going off. It's, 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 it's a day late. That's what it is. It's a day Unless late. Unless we've got some American friends, maybe on our street. Oh, maybe it's uh, the fourth of July, of oh, course. Well, as we're the fifth of July, obviously. Well, yeah. As we, I, I, if you'd let me finish, <laughs> I, I was going to say as we record, and it's very late at night on the fourth. Uh, so yes, maybe it is. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward now to a couple of days off of worrying about England. Obviously, no game at all today, Monday. Um, Tuesday is the first semi-final between Italy and Spain. I can watch that yeah. with a lot of enjoyment, I think, and just sit back and relax and, and see which one of those makes it through to the final. And then Wednesday... I'll be a bag of nerves again, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad we've got the Italy-Spain game first because we can watch that and we'd 
you know, it would be such a damp squib if we'd lost and then we have to watch the other semi-final. It just wouldn't feel good. So yeah, we're almost there. Like if we can get to the final, just for us to be doing this. I mean, I think we started this as like a, a jokey thing just to kind of document a major tournament for the first time. We had no idea that as much as we hoped England would go a long way, like if we end up winning the thing, I mean, what a, what a thing to have. It's, <laughs> it's not better talking for a month about it. But, but people look back in history and think, oh, I'll, I'll go back and listen to something about the, the time England won a major tournament and <laughs> tune into us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of you have been asking what we're going to do or what, what the plan is if England do bring it home. And the answer to that is, is we don't know because we didn't plan or expect it to happen. <laughs> so um, as far as we're concerned, we're going to try our hardest just to do what we normally do and have done every single day throughout this tournament, which is bring you a podcast. Um, yes, it may well be that, that that you know, a bit like yesterday's pod, <laughs> it's a little bit crazy. But, you know, the one thing that, I, I don't know whether you feel this, Danny, because I know you've been out and you obviously watched the, um, the was it the Germany game you went and watched at, yeah. at Bristol City at the fan park? Mm-hmm. Um, Neil's been to a, to friends' houses. Um, I've watched every single game at home. So this is kind of my way of getting to celebrate and to, yeah, yes, I can have a couple of drinks at home and everything, but it's not the same as being there somewhere in a fan park or at the pub or, you know, at the stadium, of course. Um, so coming on to do the podcast is always the my chance to sort of celebrate and, and go a bit mad, if you like, with, uh, with, with my friends. <laughs> so it's, yeah, you probably expect more of what you had yesterday and maybe... <laughs> increase it and not it's, cheat yeah, game. exactly yeah. it's mad and it? two games left yeah two I games mean, away it's... from being absolutely immortalized this england squad anyway we're going to stop talking stop. and thinking let's about stop. it because I, I couldn't bear the thought of yeah us jinxing it somehow um so um i tell you what we'll do is we'll get a we'll get a fact oh, yes. and then we'll open the mailbag shall we i think that sounds where's don't have a day off does he no, Wes isn't allowed a day off, unlike some. Fact man, Wes! Day 25's fact. England scored three headed goals against Ukraine uh, the other day in a 4-0 win, which was which was very enjoyable. I, I, I very much enjoyed not worrying about England winning a game. Um, that was the first time that a team had scored three headed goals at any European Championships in one single game. Uh we're breaking records all over the shop. Nice. Ooh, nice. Great stats. <laughs> I love to see, how does he figure this out? Knowledge, it's, Danny. This is just knowledge. knowledge. Oh, Incredible knowledge. Oh, no. Absolutely brilliant. Right. right. Um, As we go came was, the mailbag? Kane was very close to a perfect hat-trick, wasn't he? Oh, he, well, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, oh some more fireworks started. for yeah. Harry Kane's left it, foot. So, <laughs> so whenever we mention England, the fireworks go off. <laughs> uh, right, let's go to the mailbag, shall we? Uh, still waiting for a, for, a, for a jingle for it. For the, the actual mailbag, yeah. We've got some for, for Wes, but no, no love for the mailbag out there. No, it, it's almost jingle. like, yeah. So come on, come on, guys. Get us, get us a mailbag jingle before we... Uh, 
before the next mailbag that we do, which is going to be obviously after the semi-finals. Uh, so in between the semis and the final, where there will be one more mailbag at least. Um, we'd love to have one before then. Anything that you want to do, use the use the uh, email address, which is euro2020tome at gmail.com or uh, I don't know, whatever it, it might be. Go for it. I, I, I'd absolutely love it. Uh, Danny. Yes. Dip your hand. I'm dipping. Into that bag. I'm dipping. I'm dipping. Here we go. I'm pulling out. Oh, it's our old friend, Dunstan oh. Bentley. Hello, Dunstan. Yeah, I'm a New Yorker, apparently. Hmm. Not apparently. I remember him from New York. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dunstan. He is. He is. Dunstan says, good evening, gentlemen. Um, I'm sad to report the fingering is not yet back over here in New York City. Well, not in my household anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. I am the bellend that suggested we throw the Czech game to avoid France, he was. He was. He did yeah, say that uh, did. by playing Raheem Sterling in goal and two goalkeepers up front. Had we done that, not only would we have had the harder side of the draw, but missed out on the euphoria of beating Germany in the last sixteen. Mm, to answer point. your question from last from my last email, Championship Corner is indeed a bunch of Championship fans who watch the game over breakfast Guinnesses, or should that be Guinea? <laughs> that, <laughs> It is sounding more and more right up my street. (laughs) Uh, QPR and Middlesbrough represented yesterday and enjoyed an unmasked, beer-soaked basement-level watch and had a great old time. Championship Corner also comprises of Sheffield Wednesday, Norwich, Villa, Villa? Uh, Bristol City and Blackburn. Leicester are still allowed in as they're a good bunch. We are all united in our hatred of Chelsea. (laughs) Um, And he attached a video of uh, Championship Corner of that place. It does look incredible so i'll try and share that at some point uh, he says first rounds on me when we get oh. over there as well so we'll we'll be there Can't as soon wait. as we can be absolutely yeah. and uh, maybe by the time we go over northampton town may be a championship squad side so um look forward, to seeing you in, look forward to seeing you in 2055 <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would have to be wouldn't it oh those fireworks are going to come through your window in a second Danny. I'm, I'm, <laughs> they I'm, are I'm, I'm getting a bit worried for you <laughs> i'm getting a bit worried for you um I love, I love the fact that Dunstan has, has almost apologised in a way. He's come back and he said, I've, I've seen the error of my ways. And he wasn't the only one. There were quite a few people that wanted us to not finish first, weren't weren't they? So that yeah, we wouldn't yeah. face, um, you know, particular sides. And yet, actually, the way that we've done it is, is completely and utterly the right way. Vindicated. Yeah. Yeah, I said from the start, let's get Germany in the last 16. What an occasion that'll be. And so it's turned out to be. We've laid down, laid the ghost to rest. And um, it's given us so much momentum now. Absolutely. It's, it's been brilliant. Um, I've got one here from our friend Lee Riggs. Busy. Hi, Lee. Lee says, greetings once more from the English Riviera. One to fill the sack. And it's regarding Pelé. Yes. Ah, yes. Here we go. Here we here go. We are. Yeah, this of course. Is what we want. We're asking you um, f- to send us your best fact or fictitious facts uh, about Pele. And the best one, will, well, we will send you an officially licensed Euro 2020 water bottle. Ooh. Mm. Uh, yeah, so um, here's Lee's um, one here. So um, it's regarding Pele once doing a commercial for Viagra to break the taboo circa 2005 i'm sure you'll find this hard to believe <laughs> maradona had the hand of god pele needed the hand of god i guess 
I'm guessing you meant the Pele, by the way, and not Pele the defender or Pele the striker of Southampton fame. Carry on the drunkenness. Kindest regards. How professional. Lee. Yes, we uh, always yes, mean the Pele. It is always, yeah. always about uh, the Pele. And yes, the uh, the Viagra advert that he did probably 20 years ago coming up to nowadays. How could we forget, Danny? How can we forget that? That's I mean, that's our first entry into the Pele competition and it's going to face some stiff competition, I must say. Amazing. <laughs> I think we've got some straight away as well, some competition. Uh, Oh, have we? Yeah. Oh, lovely stuff. Yeah. Go on, take it away. Yeah, Dean Kirk. <laughs> this is incredible. Um, Dean Kirk says, lads, I've just remembered an actual 100% genuine story about the Pele. <laughs> uh, when I was nine, he came to my primary school to do the official opening of the new goalposts. <laughs> he did it by taking a penalty against my mate Alistair, who was the smallest kid in the class. He smashed it right at him and it bounced off his knee back to Pele, who then tucked it past him. Pele had a notebook with him, and I heard him say, that's 1,087, and the notebook was titled <laughs> Official Pele Goals. That's why he has such a high total. Genuinely, though, he says his best goal wasn't on camera, but was an insane overhead kick or something. He's absolutely full of shit. Much love, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> best one we'll, yet, yeah. I enjoyed that one. Incredibly. We'll leave that up to interpretation as to whether that's true, but that's incredible. <laughs> oh, I've really enjoyed that one. Thank you so much. Yeah, keep those coming in. Those Pele ones are, are, are brilliant. And, and believe me, there's a water bottle on the cards for you to win. Yeah, only got a few more days still. Yeah. Wednesday, in. I think we said, wasn't it? Get them yeah. in before Wednesday. Um Oh, yeah, because okay. after Wednesday, Wednesday we've be got yeah we've got no idea what what state state will be in after Wednesday. So exactly, I probably won't be able to read come, <laughs> uh, come Thursday. So yeah, uh, Andreas Christiansen is back. Hey. Hi guys, he says another jam packed Euro day. I feel for the Swiss. This is obviously sent to us a couple of days ago. I was actually at the 2006 World Cup game in Germany, described by World Soccer as the most boring game in World Cup history when Switzerland played Ukraine. Nil nil was the score, and the Swiss missed all of their penalties. This time they got one in the net at least, but what a missed opportunity against a drab boring Spain. I, I, I agree, actually. It definitely was a missed opportunity, that, I think, for Switzerland. But I think you said this, Danny, they were probably drained from the yeah, yeah. previous uh, performance, weren't yeah. they? Um, Andrea says, I have two points for you. It struck me how Ukraine in their next, in, sorry, in their game against Sweden never made any crosses into the box until they did and scored. <laughs> Time and again, they had the ball on the wing with lots of people in the box, but passed it back and started all over again, apparently afraid of the Swedish defender's ability in the air. It won't be any easier against England's defenders he says. So here's a drinking game for you. <laughs> Every time Ukraine is in perfect position to cross the ball into the box, but instead pass it back and halt all momentum, take a drink and a breather. That should calm your nerves. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, I, I, I can't remember Ukraine crossing the ball into our box. No, I so. remember people being worried about their crossing though. Like, yeah, I can't remember never really I troubling us in that respect. But, I mean, maybe the fact that we were worried about it meant that so was Gareth, so he did a number on them. Yeah. That, that's That'll probably what happened. Trusting Gareth. Uh, another point, Andrea says, on white jerseys, 
I must apologise in advance, but why must there be a team in white jerseys in every single game? Almost. England, I get, you should be white, but from the opening game, Italy and white, it has annoyed me. Tonight, when Belgium is red, why can't Italy be blue? Is it to accommodate for the colourblind? Rainbow greetings from Andreas Dramen, a word that in Norwegian actually means the drink or the shot. Mm. Brilliant. Love that. I do get annoyed when teams don't play, or they're they're just playing their away kit for no reason and there's no need to. Well, I I presume that the reason for it is, um, you know, sponsorship or, you know, making sure that people get their money's worth. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, England haven't played in anything but their home shirt yet, have they? They have not. But they they did play. Both of their friendlies beforehand in the blue away shirt. Yeah, I just don't like it visually. You don't like it visually? No, no, like mm. as in when I <laughs> like it, it, it annoys me a little bit. The same as Andreas is like you, you want to if it's no, if there's no point in changing and they just don't change, just have both home kits. Yeah, I I, no. I do agree with you. I've got a feeling in in club football there's some sort of ruling that if you're going to have. A, a shirt on sale to the supporters, it must be worn so many times oh, really? in a season. Yeah. I, I've, I've got a feeling. I mean, that that's obviously only probably in England or in, mm. you know, FA rules. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, have we got another one? I think we do. Think we've got one one more, last yeah. one is this? Yeah, i got one more from my old friend, Daniel Darwood, friend of the pod. Well, everyone's our friend of the pod, of course. As I've said Absolutely. Uh, Daniel says, hello. Uh, yeah, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello, lads. How's tricks? Very good, Daniel. Very good. Hangover's gone from Saturday night. Well, I don't. I didn't have one because mm-hmm. I had too much of a dodgy stomach on Wednesday morning that it was too early for me to go back to that kind of thing. Neil, I'm not so sure about. We don't know where he is, so <laughs> potentially not over that yet. Um, he says, I feel a bit ropey. Too many ciders. Yes, go on the cider. I seem to have become obsessed with the film Escape to Victory, what with all these black international football shirts in Euro 2020, making teams look like the evil Nazi footballers. My <laughs> fact about Pele is from the filming. Oh, this oh. is the third entry here. In between shagging around and filming, Pele was given Sly Stallone some penalty goalkeeping practice, and Sly couldn't get close, but eventually managed to get a fingertip on one. That finger was broken. Pele took Rambo slash Rocky out. Also, during a during after day's filming, Pele, Michael Caine, Mike Summerby and Sly used to go out gallivanting around Paris. John Walk wasn't invited as the Parisian ladies couldn't understand his accent. <laughs> Apparently, Swindon town legend Nicky Summerby was con- conceived during one of these gallivants as Mike Summerby's wife was in attendance one evening. Could oh. Mike not have been Nicky's father? Just saying. Ooh. Oh, hello. <laughs> Keep up the chaotic pods. Pissed all the way to the final? Question mark. Cheers, Dan. P.S. White ankle socks. <laughs> oh. that, there's a lot to unpack there. That, that, that's some great Pele facts. I, I'm not sure if he's insinuating that Pele is Nicky Summerby's dad. Is that what you're saying? I think he's saying that, that it could have been. It could have been, yeah. To, you know, he's not saying that that he is because I think there's probably quite obvious um, <laughs> <laughs> um, telltale signs. Uh, yeah, it's just not skillful enough, is he? Exactly. Yeah, it's just uh, couldn't do a bicycle kick to save his life. Um, <laughs> but I think what he's saying is that you know 
Mrs. Summerby could well have, you know, maybe fancied a bit of uh, a Brazilian one night. Felt the charms of, of a young Pele. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do love Escape to Victory, though. That's great. It's film. a great film. Yeah. Really good. You, there's another Pele film, but I can't remember what it's called, where he plays himself. Um, um, Pele, <laughs> the, 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 the chaotic years. No, but he like, um, oh, what's the word? Is that is it's basically like a um, Mr. Miyagi Danielson kind of situation. So it's like teaching oh. someone who travels to go and find him and he ends up like helping him. What is it called? I need to find that out. Finding Pele. <laughs> it could well be Finding Pele. <laughs> um, I'll find that out. Um, it rings a bell, actually, that one. Maybe that is that one from not so long ago. Potentially, yeah, because I think, oh, it's Hot Shot. That's it. Hot Shot. Hot Shot. Yeah. Love it. Hot Shot. Go and check it out in your three days, everyone. It's, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> uh, what's your favourite goal film, Danny? One, two, or three? Oh, I've, I think I've only seen one. So it has to be that one. Yeah, I, I think yeah. mine's the first one. I think the first yeah, one's surprisingly had all the stars good. In. Yeah, I was. I'd written it off before I started watching it. But, um, I think I watched it in lockdown last year. It's, it's <clears> not too bad. Do you have a favourite football-related film or television programme? Oh, film or television programme. What, um, what's the man? Um, oh, bloody hell. What's it called? Don't know. Uh, you know, When Saturday Comes. That's the one. Sean when Bean. When Saturday Comes. Yeah, yes. That's a good one. Sean Bean playing for Sheffield United at the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah very, so realistic, yeah. Yeah, takes that penalty, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely, definitely scores that. Yeah, yeah. fever pitch a good one. <laughs> fever pitch, yes. I think just because that was got the 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 real life story running alongside it, that mad season of um, of Arsenal's. Um, well, I, I think the thing, with, yeah, the thing with fever pitch though is that it's it's not a story about, or you know, it's not a fictitious story about football. It's a story that includes that season. That yeah. actually did happen, yeah, 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 and looks at you know particular you know character you know creates the fictitious characters around it. Mm. Um, that's why it works so well. I mean, I, I always find that it's very difficult. Like if you watch um, any of the American style, um, you know, sports films. So I'm thinking things like Coach Carter and uh, The Longest Yard and things like mm-hmm. that. I, uh, I think American sport is a lot easier to, I suppose, portray on yeah, film. Yeah, Field of whereas, Dreams is a good one. Yeah, whereas whereas these football's too difficult, isn't it? I think to yeah, it's to getting the and, footage, isn't it? And like, yeah, and some films do it really well, where they will like so Fever Pitch. I know it was a book first, obviously, but you know they're obviously able to use the actual footage. And then all they do is that they then just, you know, go and hire out Highbury for the day and and get lots of people as extras to go and fill the stand and pretend that they're watching the matches. Yeah, yeah. And Um, then Dream Team was always quite fun on TV. Yeah, Dream Team, though. Oh, the Dream. Because I I didn't have Sky when I was a kid, so I didn't really often get to watch it. But a lot of, um, wasn't it, a lot of sex and, and drugs and. Yeah, they kind of overlaid their kits onto like real life footage kind of thing to make the football moments. Um, 
That's clever. But if you're looking for something, I know you listen to it as well, but the Offensive podcast is oh, superb yes. as well um, for a modern day thing. Absolutely. That is probably out of every kind of thing that you could go and watch or listen to right now, other than us, obviously, but in a fictitious football sense, go and find the Offensive in, in all your podcast feeds. Yeah. Um, and Mike Bassett, England manager, of course. Oh, of course. You Featuring can't forget. In fact, in I might watch that. I might watch that as build-up. Yeah. I'm looking down the list of cast of that movie. Atomic Kitten were in it, apparently, as themselves. So there's... Really? Yeah. Atomic, Atomic Kitten? Kitten was... Yeah. Doing, uh, they were in, they were in the, uh, the, the, called the Box Park. Is that Box what it was Park, called yeah, in yeah. Croydon? Yeah, that's the one that uh, Barnsley was in the other day. They got, yeah. got Atomic Kitten in <laughs> to do that song. Oh, <laughs> I absolutely love it. Only, only two, two out of three, though. Yeah. Only, yeah. Uh, only Liz and the, N- N- Natasha, the Natalie. Uh, I don't sure, know yeah, yeah, it was it. Nat. Yeah. There you go. It was those two. Um, yeah, where's the other one? Uh, well, which other? Or, one? Do, or do they have they fallen out? And well, Carrie Katona left oh, of course, because yeah, of yeah. issues. Yeah, and then Jenny Frost. Am I? Th- I sometimes is... I get the Atomic Kitten and the Sugar Babes mixed up. Yeah. I that's not remember that is... who was in whose. Yeah, but there's only two out of three anyway. But yeah, only two out of three were there. Um, but no, who, yeah. who are they going to get next time? Because they're starting to run out of people to get to. Sure, it's got to be Anton Deck next, hasn't it? Yes, go on, get them in. Oh, that would be incredible. Get them in. Just get the whole. I, do you know what? I feel a little bit um, sad for Anton Deck in a way because for some reason, on the ball has been discarded. I think we should run a campaign to get on the ball up there, back yeah. up there with the likes of Three Lions, yeah. Vindaloo and World in Motion. Get Fat Les in. Get Fat Les in. Well, do you remember the like, Spice Gods did a song once, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, like a... I don't know what it, which one it was for, whether it was an official one or what, but... What was it for? No. I, I'm going to have to look it up at some point, but I'm sure they did something. Really? For, for an England song? I don't know if it's an England song or a tournament song. Um, how does it feel to be on top of the world in 2006 guardian readers voted it the second worst english football song ever after this first this time we'll get it right apparently oh this time more than any other time (laughs) this time that one song that's better it's a song by england united johnny marr was on it as well apparently oh he he wrote it yeah songwriter. oh my word 98 so it must have been must have been for the world cup 98 must have been. That's amazing. Yeah, check it but, out. I mean, the Three Lines was re-released in in '98, wasn't it? They changed the words ever so slightly. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So it was. It, it went from being thirty years of hurt to being no more years no of more hurt. Years of hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But it did include the line, and then one night in Rome, though. So let's pop it back did. up again. Okay. Oh yes. Was they had to edit Gaza's name out after it was dropped, didn't they? As well. Did they really? Yeah, because they had the line about Gaza good as before, and then he got dropped from the World Cup squad. <laughs> so they just edited that out, and it just was uh, something something ready for war, good as before. Oh. Like instead of Gaza, it, yeah. This fact. is fact, yeah, Factoid. fact. Factoid, yeah. You can tell we're struggling today. Can't you? <laughs> you can, can. Where's Neil when you need him? <laughs> you can always usually rely on Neil to come up with some. Bollocks, just to get us through another five Just minutes. fall off your chair again. 
Um, well, there you go. I mean, I, I have a quick look through. I don't think any of the Twitter um, or anybody on Twitter came into us. Oh, well done. We've got some breaking news, Charles. It's breaking a, it's a news? Spruce up. Yeah, this is a breaking email just as, I, just as we're about to finish, but it's no. an exciting one. This is from Matthew Crane. He says, uh, hi, on, is, is this England nil, Matthew Crane nil? <laughs> England, <laughs> four. England Matt four, Matthew Ukraine. Crane nil. nil. Uh, he says, hi, boys. I don't have any Pele stories, facts or lies, but I do know that Inspector Cluso on the Italian bench is... <gasps> Drum roll, please. Alberigo Ivani. 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 Played for Sampdoria and AC Milan and Italy in the 94 World Cup, I think. Looking forward to another sing-song from you three after we play Denmark. Come on, England. Matt, Ukraine. That is that. brilliant. That is knowledge. Love that. Oh, I love Lovely. that so much. Give, give me his name again. Uh, Matt, Ukraine. No, not Matt. The, <laughs> Inspector Cluso, Danny. I've deleted it. Why deleted would you delete now. such no, not the an email, amazing the email? I've closed the tab off. That's what I meant. Oh, he shut the tab. He's always doing this, boys and girls. Yeah. Shutting so tabs. It is Alberigo Ivani. Alberigo Ivani. Oh, yes, there he is. <laughs> oh, love it. Well, that is the best way to. Oh, he end... was, was an attractive young man when he was younger, I've got to say. Was he? Yeah. Down to his Wikipedia. I'm not sure I can. I'm, I'm, I might, you know, get excited. The, managed the England, the Italy under 21s at one point. Ooh. There you go. Very nice. What a way to end a mailbag. Yeah, last minute oh, email. Really love that. Yes, do keep keep sending in your emails and your tweets. It's Euro2022me at gmail.com or on Twitter at Euro2020. That's E-U-R-O 2020-T-O-M-E. Um, go and find us, follow us. Um, yeah, it's great. I absolutely love all the, you know, all of you getting involved. It's brilliant. Oh, and... Also, if you wouldn't mind just going on to Apple Podcasts, those of you with an Apple device, if you go and uh, find us, it's all Euro 2020 to me, you can then leave us a five-star review, which would be absolutely lovely of you. Um, I've got one here, Danny, from Dougal's Mate. Dougal's Mate. Dougal's mate. Ooh, Ted, um, is it? <laughs> it says, this is what the Euros were invented for. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars. Wasn't that fussed by the Euros, but the chap's irreverent banter whetted my appetite for it. To be able to produce original content every day is very impressive. <laughs> Definitely worth a listen. Thank you very much, Dougal's mate. I, I've enjoyed that. So please do what Dougal's mate has done. Go on to Apple Podcasts, go down to the ratings and reviews, tap to rate it, and then write a five-star review. Just anything that you want to write in there about it being nice, but give us five stars, say nice things, and uh, I'll, I'll be really, really happy, and you'll make me smile. Thank you, Danny, for being here with me. Thank you. Thank you, Neil, for... Oh, bollocks. Goodbye. podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. 
Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with FanHub to put fans first. Search FanHub app to play your part in the journey.